February 18th, Joshua chapter 6 Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valour. You shall march around the city, all the men of war, going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every one straight before him. So Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the ark of the Lord. And just as Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord, went forward, blowing the trumpets, with the ark of the covenant of the Lord following them. The armed men were walking before the priests, who were blowing the trumpets, and the rear guard was walking after the ark, while the trumpets blew continually. But Joshua commanded the people, You shall not shout, or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth, until the day I tell you to shout, then you shall shout. So he caused the ark of the Lord to circle the city, going about at once. And they came into the camp, and spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord and the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord, walked on, and they blew the trumpets continually. And the armed men were walking before them, and the rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. And the second day they marched around the city once, and returned into the camp. So they did for six days. On the seventh day they rose early, at the dawn of day, and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, and the city and all that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall live, because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But you, keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them, you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble upon it. 
but all silver and gold, and every vessel of bronze and iron, are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted, and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys, with the edge of the sword. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house, and bring out from there the woman and all who belong to her, as you swore to her. So the young men, who had been spies, went in and brought out Rahab, and her father and mother, and brothers, and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives, and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire, and everything in it, only the silver and gold, and the vessels of bronze and of iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute, and her father's household, and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day, because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city, Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. The Fall of Jericho Elizabeth W. D. Groves This passage shouts of God's might. The Lord God can destroy a mighty walled city simply by decreeing that it will happen. A word from his mouth, and a shout from his people, can knock down an enemy stronghold. This God who created the world in seven days simply by saying, let there be, can send his people on a seven-day march around strong walls and make them fall down without so much as a touch. Forty years earlier, the Israelites had been awed by the impressive strength and prosperity of ancient Canaan and had doubted that the Lord could give them victory over it. God's dazzling display of might in this episode is a resounding rebuke to their lack of faith. God had promised the patriarchs the land of Canaan once the sin of the Amorites was complete, Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, and that time had now come. Sitting where it does in the flow of redemptive history, right at the outset of the conquest of Canaan, the fall of Jericho has a place of prominence and uniqueness. God overthrew Jericho in a way that demonstrated that nothing was impossible for him the divine warrior, and that he was entirely capable of delivering the land into his people's hands. What a boost to their faith! The response to such a mighty God should be faith and obedience. 
The Israelites needed to obey in precise detail, marching around Jericho for seven days, even if that felt ridiculous, just because the Lord said so. And they had to march in over the tumbled walls and fight the inhabitants of Jericho. In the next chapter, we will see an Israelite who did not trust and obey God and who was put to death because of it. But here we see God spare Rahab and all her family because of her faith that led to action. She was a Gentile and a woman, not a power broker even in her own society and certainly not in Israel. Yet because she had faith in the God of Israel and demonstrated it by risking her life to aid the Israelites, she saved her whole family, joined God's people, and even became an ancestor of Jesus. Jericho was left a perpetual ruin, both because it was the first fruits of war, holy to the Lord, and as a constant testimony and visual reminder of the Lord's might and faithfulness. Today we can look back at the cross and see an even greater thing the Lord has done for his people dying for us and rising from the dead. May we be women who have faith in him and follow him, no matter the cost.